Hey dude faxers, I want you to continue listening to the podcast, but let me point you to a couple of cool places. First of all, if you liked the dollop video, we're going to post that on our YouTube. So check that out. Please share it. I'm also going to post it on my YouTube, Jeff Mikey T. So if you know my YouTube channel, um, I do a lot of crazy videos like that. Go check them out. Also want you to check out a very cool podcast. We've advertised it on here before that my sister's doing for God so loved. Um, we will uh, point you to that as well. Get on our Facebook page and uh, check out the link for that. Most importantly, we want you to partner with us in getting clean water to communities that need it around the world. You can do that by giving straight to World Vision. We'll have links up for you to be able to do that. Or you can go buy a Dude Fags t-shirt. Go get a t-shirt. It's going to be cool. And proceeds for that will go toward getting that clean water to communities that need it. We hope you're enjoying the show. We got some great discussions coming up, so stick with us. Here we go. Hey, welcome back to the Dude Facts podcast, especially if you have been listening to the first part. Uh, if you're picking up right here with this discussion, we are glad that you have joined us. We don't, but we don't, we don't judge you for not enjoying the comedic part, but we really do. Now, we're glad you're here. Um, and our topic in this episode is Christians and creativity. Uh, we think this is a, a really uh, neat discussion uh, that we're going to have just based off some of the questions that, that we've shared with each other. The, the big question that's kind of out there, um, maybe there, there's two of them. One, should Christians be creative? Um, is that something that should be in all of us, that we should be creative creatures? Um, and if so... Or if someone is creative and they're Christian, should their art, their expression, and we, when we use the word art, we're not just meaning like visual, but visual, um, music, writing, building, I mean, anything that we might make, should we be the best at it? Um, so I think that might be an interesting conversation to have. Before we jump into it, uh, speaking of art, Ryan has a really great t-shirt on. We're all you know, '90s music fan, music fans, and man, that's just a great tribute to Kurt Cobain. That artist nailed it. Oh yeah, nailed it. Wow, I, I love grunge music. This is wow. you know, this is like my tribute to that. Yeah, so I bet, I bet as you walk around and wear that shirt, I mean, if people don't know that's Kurt Cobain, you gotta be like, you're just not a real '90s grunge music I know, fan, right? Like, yeah, you just don't like music, apparently. If you yeah, like you need to you need to take a safari and get out of here. Yeah. All right. So enough, enough of that. Uh, so let's just let's let's start this off um, maybe by just kind of talking through maybe share some of our thoughts on just what what kind of art, artistic expression. Um, maybe do you guys really enjoy the most? Like, are you a music guy? Do you love to read? Do you like, you know, seeing uh, paintings or sculptures? I mean, what what are the types of things that you're you're really drawn to when it comes to the arts. Well, I personally I love lots of art. I'm I, I'm a very very into lots of different mediums of art. Um, reading movies, um, even you know, not even just enjoying those things, but like thinking critically about them and things like that. But music is probably the main thing that I gravitate towards and have the most, you know. I don't know. Oh, thank you. 
Um, Rockstar, yes. I do love Rockstars. I thought that was, so... <laughs> I thought that was a Dallas Cowboys logo. At I, first. I honestly thought that at first, too. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think music is the thing that I, you know, have the most knowledge about. And also, you know, just when I find myself needing, wanting to dive into something more artistic, that's my go-to. Yeah, I'm kind of a consumer of, of it all too, and a creative type myself. Um, music, film, um, literature, books, uh, really just about anything you can imagine. Um, but it's just one of those things that, um, you know, I honestly believe it has a lot to do with my faith and, uh, you know, the fact that we serve a God who is um, a creator and uh, is obviously masterful at creation. And, uh, you know, I find that in my pursuit of trying to be more like Christ and to grow in him, um, you know, I, I want to create more and more and I, I appreciate the arts uh, more and more. And I know we're going to get into this and talk about it, but not necessarily what we might label as Christian art, but really any type of art. But um, I'm kind of like Ryan. Um, music's one of my big ones as well. Um, but I really, really enjoy storytelling um, through whether it be uh, writing, um, but also filmmaking, those things, um, you know, things that just sort of invoke human emotion. Uh, I, I've always enjoyed that. Yeah, Jeff, it's funny you say that because I was thinking this whole week knowing about this theme, um, you know, in English, it's in the beginning, God created. So the fifth word in the English Bible is creation. I mean, God creating uh, as his role in the Hebrew Bible is Bereshit bara. It's the second word in the Hebrew Bible is God created. And I mean, Obviously, this is thousands of years before Jesus. So to call yourself a Christian, you're following Jesus. Um, but he created mankind in his image to help rule and reign over his creation in the same way. So I think it's part of the human experience to create because we were created by a creator to create and rule and reign. So I think it's essential to human nature. But this this house, um, Eric and I, my wife and I sold a house in 2021 and moved into this place. And we made the commitment in this house that we don't just kind of want to grab things off of, uh, you know, the Rosses or Tuesday morning. I don't know what, what stores you have there. Like we had a couple pieces from, uh, gosh, um, Pier One, I guess. We wanted to kind of invest in more one-off type pieces of art to decorate this home. And uh, the first thing that we were really drawn to together was this sculpture by a lady named Jane Dedeker. Shout out, Jane. We're looking for um, sponsors, Jane. Yeah, it's just it's. <laughs> Jane, reach out. <laughs> Give me some money back. Uh, so yeah, we, we we would like our grandkids someday to own the piece of art that we have when it comes to visual art. Or it's like, yeah, sure. I think we listen to music all all day. I'll listen to music in the shower in the morning. I'll listen to music on my runs. I'll listen to music on my way way to work and back. But every day, I stare at this statue in particular that we have, and it's like really motivating and encouraging. It just makes me think. I feel different things when I see it. Um, yeah, it's 
it's all it's, it's mostly visual is what we actually pay money toward but i think defining what is art and what isn't is an interesting conversation too yeah um i i like what you said about you know this idea of creativity is just it's just kind of built into humans um because a lot of times people say well, i'm just not creative or i'm just not artistic and we have a real you know narrow definition of maybe what those are um and what it means to be creative or what art really is or isn't um before we jump too deep like for, for me i'm i think i i resonate with all all of you guys like there's there's a lot of different things that that i can find beauty in um I love story, like Jeff said. I, I'm drawn. If something's a good story, I'm in. Um, so whether that's a movie or it's a book or a podcast, I, I love podcasts. That it's really like story based, um, and 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 I can really get into anything. It, you know, my, my wife all the time will say, you know, I don't know if you'd enjoy this movie. It's kind of a chick flick or, or whatever. I was like, as long as it's got a good story, I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, probably goes along with the fact that I'm an Android user, but I mean, I'll, I'll watch a, a rom-com, you know, Boy, uh, as long are, as, are you a man? Uh, I, I'm not sure, but you know, that's, I, I'm, yeah, watch his friends. I, I'm drawn to anything that communicates story. And again, I, going back to being made in God's image, God is a creator. God. Um, I believe that's part of the image that all humanity carries part of his image that we're, we're reflecting him and we reflect him in our creativity, but he's also a God of story. And, um, you know, the, everything that's gone on is, is this story of him creating the, the, this beautiful existence, existing with, with mankind. Um, there's, there's, you know, sin enters the picture and, and he, he put man in this picture at the very beginning, uh, to improve, I know this might sound weird, but to improve what he had created, like if if that Garden of Eden was perfect, why is mankind put in it? Why are they called to till the soil, grow the garden, fill it with human beings like what they did just made it much more beautiful. And then sin enters and and then then the whole story is recreating that and we're a part of recreating that. So I think as humanity, we all I don't know if there's anybody out there that would say they don't like a good story because I think that's part of who we are as well. Um, which makes then a topic, a discussion on creativity and art, something that I think hits every human, if we're honest, because we have these things I believe in us, um, a longing to create in some way, a longing to be a part of a story, to matter. Um, and we all like things that are nice. Um, whether we feel comfortable enough to say we like beautiful things or not. I mean, we want those, we want to be around those things. Um, so, so let's kind of hit this, maybe this softball question then, cause we've kind of danced around it. Should, should all Christians be creative? Should we all be creatives and, and be creating things? What do you think? Well, I think God calls us to be creative. If we're getting technical in Genesis one, uh, 28, when he said, you know, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Um, that is part of adding to creation. Uh, and I don't think we think about that necessarily about having kids, but um, he called humankind to, to add to creation in a sense. Um, and uh, again, going back to God as creator, um, you know, the beauty of God is that he can, create simply by uh, speaking a word. Um, but creation takes time. 
And uh, I think that's part of it too, that we have to realize as human beings is that um, sometimes creation is, is rushed uh, or is done in a way that is more self-serving. Um, but God as a creator poured love into every detail of his creation, which is why I believe that his creation is so incredible. Um, when love is poured into a creative project by human beings, uh, I, I think you can tell. And even if it's not your cup of tea, I think you can look at it and appreciate it and say, wow, that's really well done. Um, even if it's not my genre or whatever um, in terms of the art, but just have respect for it. Um, there is a lot of art out there, Christian, non-Christian, that um, doesn't put that same type of detail and love into it. And I find uh, more often than not, not all Christian art, but there's a lot of Christian art that is sometimes too much about just trying to imitate the world with a God message. And so it's this idea of, hey, we want people to know God's message and God's story, and we want it to be made known, which is great, which is good, but it's more forced into the creative process instead of just pouring love into something and um, sort of letting your faith speak through the art. Um, I do believe absolutely Christians should be creative. I think God put that into us. And so as we talk about just being human beings, you are naturally inclined to create, even if you say I'm not a creative person. Um, God didn't call us just to sit here. I mean, really, if you think about it, anything that we do is sort of being creative, whether it be teaching, cooking, um, drawing, you know, whatever, you know, our, our profession may be or, or our likes and hobbies and contributions may be, they're all part of that creative process. And I think it's part of how we show love to the world, Christ-like love to the world. And uh, you better bet that, yes, God has created us to be um, creative people and add. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's uh, you know, goes to, we, 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 as a culture as a society oftentimes put creativity into these neat little boxes of how we think that you know this is what's creative this is this is what if you do these things you are a creative person but i think that really you know all of us have things that we're passionate about that we pour our time and pour our love into and that's being creative and i think that that is the main thing that you know if you have something like that that that's your that's your art that's what you create I think this might be a point where people are thinking, well, what is that then? How do, how do you, how do you figure that out? Um, because you're right. We put it into these boxes. Well, I don't sing. I don't write. I don't paint. I'm not a poet, you know, kind of whatever that is. I don't sculpt, but if we're all creators, Jeff, you mentioned some of these, well, maybe it's cooking or whatever. Um, I mean, how Ryan, you, Ryan, you said this, what would you say is maybe your creative bend? then do you have an idea of what that might be for you? Um, for me personally, um, I mean, I, I personally do a lot with, with music or, uh, writing. Um, I do, I do a lot of poetry, um, just personally. Um, but, um, you know, also just in my, you know, daily life, like I, you know, I, I look at, uh, look at like, you know, what we do, for your, your job. You know, a lot of times, you know, people, people do something and pick something to do that really resonates with them and that they love. And my job, I don't 
necessarily, you know, love the finance industry. And it's not something that like really piques my interest, but what I do and the way I interact with people through my career, I, you know, I, I put myself into that. And because of that, I produce a, you know, a, a really good, um, vibe or just, uh, you know, a general, uh, sense about me that people that gravitates people towards me. And I feel like that, that is something that, you know, is not something that we consider creativity or artistic, but that is something that I put myself into and it betters my end result. And, and, and that's something that I think that we could, you could easily look at as being your quote unquote art, you know, whatever that is in your life. Well, I have a thought on that process, but first, can I share one of my yeah. poems with you, Ryan? It's roses are gray. Violets are gray. You are gray because I'm a dog. <laughs> that that's deep, man. Very deep. That's, I feel like I should multifaceted. <laughs> that touched right. me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying that touched me. <laughs> no, there. One thing I find really interesting too is we think that art is creative, but other endeavors aren't. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, like Michelangelo is really interesting. He was one of the very first artists to ever sign one of his pieces. If I remember, it's the Pietra. Um, was the piece that he actually wrote his name on? And said, "No, I want credit for this." It's kind of like the guy who invented the the flathead screwdriver. When they call the other one the Phillips, he's like, what? We could have gotten credit? <laughs> um, because before that, it was just craft. Like in the church context, like people would paint mosaics inside of churches and make stained glass to teach the illiterate Bible stories. It was a craft. But then at a certain point in time, this craft became um, an art. It became regarded as art and it became this expression I think about this all the time. Like that's a door behind me. Like somebody drew that door before the factory started cranking those suckers out. Like he drew that and we would not call that art, but would that be creative? I don't know. I mean, he had standards he had to fit to, but he still had some leeway in the design. I'm sure, you know, you have another door behind you, Josh, and that's a barn style door, shaker style Mm. door to some extent, but with a basket on it, but like someone clearly drew that differently than this one. So it's, it's like we draw these weird lines and I think it's more so like the expressive nature that motivated that person to create whatever it is they created, uh, made it art opposed to craft. Um, and that's why I think that, I mean, just creating is so much more different, uh, so much bigger than just, Art. Yes. Um, and I think that's really the, the point to, to, mm-hmm. to get to is that idea of art is limits us mentally. Um, so what does it mean to be a creative? I mean, simply to, to make something new that wasn't there. Like you're, you're bringing in something different, something purposeful, um, usually. Now, not all creativity is helpful or, or beneficial. It may just be an, an, some sort of expression, but, you know, when you, when you think back, okay, at the, in the beginning, as God is creating there, the, the grand purpose behind that is to, 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 to display his 
his glory through his love for his people and and all of creation is that stage on which his glory is is presented um so it's it's this idea of bringing beauty bringing pleasantness bringing improvement um whatever that may whether it's a door you know that's a creative outlet to 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 help society um or it's you know a painting that goes on the wall that brings pleasure to the viewer um, so that's the thing, like where, where then are those roles for Christians where they are creating good, um, in the world around them and maybe not being creative in, in the end that we think, oh, you're so, you're so different in the way that you think, but you're just creating things that are lovely, encouraging, helpful, beneficial, you know, Ryan, you're connecting with these people in your, in your work and you're benefiting their lives. You're creating an environment for their good. Um, and that, that's that idea. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, scripture obviously calls it's us like, to do all for the glory of God. And so as we talk about, you know, God um, being creator and displaying his, his glory and his love, uh, you know, we as Christians, we do all for the glory of God and, it's more about just doing things sort of a, a textbook way just to get them done or rushing to do it as quickly as possible. But again, it's sort of pouring love into what we do, um, even if it's just a conversation. And uh, as I was sort of looking through some, some different blogs and information, uh, just trying to gain my thoughts on this, I came across a quote by Francis Schaeffer, and he's specifically talking about the arts. And he said, a Christian should use the arts to the glory of God, not just as tracks, mind you, but as things of beauty to the praise of God. And artwork can be a doxology in itself. And I really love that quote. Um, you know, it's in everything that we do, we're, we're, we're bringing attention to God. And so um, it, it can look different. And in many different ways. And, and so that's why, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll dig a little bit into, you know, what's typically labeled as Christian art and what's typically labeled as secular art. But all of it, um, you know, I think to a degree can be um, something that, you know, is a doxology to God that that shows uh, the glory of God. And uh, I, I believe Christians need to be very in tune with what God is calling them to do. Specifically, you know, according to their passions, their strengths, their talents, all their abilities, and uh, also not limit God in a sense of where we say, okay, because this person has these talents and abilities and yours are similar, it has to look exactly. No, it's, it may look a lot different. And uh, that's okay as long as we're doing it for the glory of God. And I think, again, pouring our love into those things that he's called us to do. Yeah, and I think I think even beyond, you know, our love is important, and I think the most important. But it's it's honestly just just more just authenticity and like pouring yourself into whatever it is that you do, um, you know, and that's that's really the key of you know making you know do all things to the glory of God. It's like, well, you know, if if you are a Christian and you you know truly have this relationship with God, then that's going to naturally come out in just the way that you express yourself it, th- throughout life. And I think that's the important thing to do is just to, to not try to limit that or put it into a box and just let it be authentic and 
know, let that do what it will to people around you. Yeah, like Yo Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> Bach, right? You gotta yell, he's German. Bach. Um, like he would sign his compositions SDG, like at the end, which was um, abbreviation for Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. But like you re you look at the notation, it's just beautiful music. And it's, it's recognizing, no, God gave me the ability to make this beautiful music, but it doesn't have to sound like swing low sweet the cherry. funny thing is that's how Before. jeff signed the lottie moon rap <laughs> true story did he really well you have to go to yeah you have to SDG. go to the lottie moon museum at southwestern baptist theological seminary to see it because it's housed there thanks to uh, mm. dorothy patterson Paige patterson's wife um <laughs> i can't wait till we do a whole episode on the lottie moon president who got uh, booted from southwestern by the way <laughs> We're not going to bring that up. I mean, so, okay. So we've kind of established this, that creativity is something that is a part of us, should be a part of us. We should practice. Um, we should dive into. So, so then the question is, um, should Christians be the best creatives out there or should the things they create be considered the best, the best quality? Heck Yeah. No, I mean, it, it goes back to what Ryan said. And I think, you know, what we've all been saying is, yes, it should be because we should, one, be the ones who are are demonstrating love uh, through Christ in us, working in us uh, more than anyone. But also, yeah, authenticity as well. Um, you know, our desire to be authentic and real. And, uh, you know, I think that happens through... Uh, a genuine connection with Christ. And so, yeah, I think we should be among the most creatives. Um, it's not to say that there aren't creative people who aren't Christian. Uh, there will be, there are geniuses in the worlds of the arts who, who are not Christian, but yes, I do believe Christians should be amongst the most creatives for, you know, that, that reason of love, um, bringing God glory and yes, being authentic. Yeah, and I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it has any. It wouldn't doesn't even have anything to do with like how well it's polished, but it's more about uh, the substantive nature of it, where you know we it's the best in terms of you know it's meaningful and you know moves people in a way. I think that's the key. You know, it's not shallow. I really like the way you put that. Um... That the, the the determining idea maybe of and again best is very um, you know objective, yeah. Subjective. Uh, well, I would say objective because beauty is in the eye of beauty is. Would you? Am I saying it the right way? Objective is that you different people are coming from different points of view, right? Like I may oh. think this one thing, you're thinking with. Or do I have them Subject. backwards? Yeah, yeah. Subjective. Yeah. Yes, that sounds better. No, I agree with you yeah. because beauty is in the eye of the. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And so yeah. if we're just going to try to make it in simple terms of like, okay, what's the best country music song out there? Well, none of them because they're all terrible, but, none. um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, there's going to, you're going to have, you're going to have different ideas based off the type of music you like in that. So what makes it good is it's, is it's content. Like, like Ryan was saying, I love how you put that, that it's, it's substantive. Um, 
so de- depending on what genre a believer is producing, whatever their creativity is, it, different people may say, I don't really care for that, or I do care for that. But what shouldn't be questioned is what, what it's containing, what it's trying to communicate. Um, that being said, we we should try to produce things that have a good, um, quality to it as well. Like that do look good or sound good or or whatever that might be instead of just, cause there's, there's a lot of cringy Christian create created stuff out there that you're like, really? I mean, did you pray about that? Um, Because it it sure doesn't seem like Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. This is my friend. (laughs) And and you guys live pretty close to Nashville. I mean, you're exposed to a lot of people who just want something. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Like one one of the things I think that drives me away from a lot of people is I hate pandering. It's like there's people who know their audience. Like Christian music drives me bonkers when they think, oh, the Christian soccer moms on their morning commutes are going to love this. So I'm going to write this song to reach a particular audience that I know I could make money from. Or let me be like this person because this person's popular and I could be like them and try to be popular too. Opposed to if, from a Christian perspective, God made me creative like he's creative. And I just have to get this out of, my, out of me. Not to be like anyone else, not to even make money. I just have to get it out. I just have to participate in God's creative work opposed to I got to sing a, a four chord song, get it on a particular Christian station just to market it. Get it on CCL. I cannot stand that. Okay, love. I, and oh I think gosh. that goes. Dude, you know CCLI's <laughs> headquartered here in Vancouver? Seriously. Yeah. So I no went idea. to. Jeff, were you with me? Did did you did you go with me? We went up to um, there's a local Christian radio station in Nashville, and they were trying to prove that they were legitimately like um, a tax exempt ministry. And there was a lawyer there. Do, I don't, there was somebody with me. I don't remember if that was you or not. But um, they we had some sort of connection, and so I was brought up as a youth pastor, and, and there was someone else there from the church, and they were using us kind of as witnesses. Um, to get our say, our say to say if they're, you know, really a ministry or not, but they talked a lot about their demographic and their playlist. And they're like, yeah, we have like 20 songs because our demographic is 30 to 40 year old stay at home moms. And so everything they put, and it just, it was kind of eye opening. I was like, oh, that's why your music's terrible. And you play the same stuff over and over. Mm But they were still a, a nonprofit. I was like, yeah, I mean, they're a ministry. But that I think that's a lot of what happens is because, well, here's the thing. And you, you were hitting on this. Maybe the, the cringiness comes in when money is the motivating factor, right? And I'm not saying this radio station was all about money, but they were about specific listeners that stayed to their station and then would donate, right? That was what they were trying to get to. So stuff was ri- is written for that. That kind of stuff is only... And not everything was bad, but I think you get a lot of that then in this Christian art world of it's all about, well, I'm doing this for the money or for the the marketability and not so much because, as you said, it's the overflow of what's well, God's I think doing. It in goes me. back a lot to what we're talking about, just the authenticity of it. That's kind of the problem. You know, uh, this is a broad 
you know, overreaching statement. And there's obviously caveats to this, but the Christian entertainment industry as a whole, I don't like because it's to me, it's the commodification or like, you know, like the, the capitalization of faith. And I don't, I don't like that commercialization. Commercialization. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good word for it. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's, it's taking, taking, you know, people's faith and then saying, Hey, let's make money off of that. And that in and of itself breeds disingenuine product. And I think that's why we get a lot of just really corny, cheesy stuff that is quote unquote Christian because they're trying to hit a demographic. And then when it's really bad, they can't even make a profit. So they have to be nonprofit because they, they can't get in anyway. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you, Ryan. Um, I, I think oftentimes now, now there are, here's what I'll say. There are some Christian artists and I, I'm using air quotes here because I, I don't even know if I like that term, but people who are artists who are Christians who tend to have, their artwork in Christian circles who do, who are very talented and do fantastic things. But yes, more often than not, you do see sort of this um, trying to fit within a certain Christian box, which one is why there are so many bad, you know, movies, songs, books, whatever, because it's again, going back to trying to cram God into a box or fit a certain mold rather than being authentic rather than just, you know, with love um, doing something for the glory of God, or instead of for the glory of God, it is for the glory of self or for the paycheck uh, or for the commercialization or whatever to try to be relative, similar to what the world is doing. Um, I, you know, there are also, I think, a place for some of these things, you know, because the reality is the 30 to 40 year old stay at home moms connect with whatever it is that's coming from K love or, or way FM or whoever. Um, and I'm not going to knock that even though I don't like it um, because it's great if, if they connect with that. And again, I do believe art to a degree, yeah, obviously is in, you know, within the eye of the beholder and, and they see that as something that they connect with. But I think it would be much better done if the concentration was less on let's try to fit it in this box and let's just make art for the sake of, you know, the passion of it. And obviously the, again, the love and the authenticity of it, uh, the desire to, to do something that, that is real. Um, you know, with Christian music, I've struggled with this a lot. Um, you know, as a youth, I grew up listening to a lot of Christian music and, even as a youth pastor, I tried to like a lot of Christian music and there were some catchy songs and some not. But, um, you know, I found myself more and more apart from maybe some worship songs or some hymns that we sang in church, which I really loved and connected with. But anything apart from that, I just found myself not I really turned off. And uh, the the genre that I connected most with when it came to Christian music was was hip hop, which is weird because I'm not a huge hip hop fan. But I think by the nature of hip hop in general, which tends to be more blunt and honest and authentic in nature, um, I appreciated some of those hip hop artists 
who, you know, obviously are, are very strong in their faith, um, you know, making good art. And I found myself being able to connect with that. But outside of that, I had a hard time connecting. And, and even with Christian film, you know, there, there are some movies out there that tell good stories, but again, you know, Hallmark might tell a good story, but I'm not a Hallmark movie fan. I'm probably, probably not going to go and watch a Hallmark movie just because of the way it's done. Um, again, I feel like it's more of a cookie cutter approach to making art rather than, hey, let's just really do something. Um, color outside the lines here, because that's what makes something, I think, worth uh, diving into and getting excited about. I think one of the questions that you posed at the start of this, Josh, was about artists and, you know, people that are Christians that are that make art, but don't necessarily make quote unquote Christian art. And I think that kind of leads into a lot of this, like, you know, Jeff talked, you talked about hip hop, you know, you think of somebody like Lecrae, who a lot of us really like, and he's made some great music, but he got a lot of flack um, from certain people in Christian circles um, several years ago, because he was making some music that wasn't just, you know, just solely about god and faith like it was more just about life and you know general things that he's you know thinking about and struggling with and but you know people got upset with that but that was just him being authentic and talking about what's going on in his heart and that doesn't always in you know in, di in direct word have to mention god for it to be about god and you know to bring glory to him and I think people get hung up on the idea of Christian media a, a little too much and, you know, in the church and specifically and to the point that it, you know, is detrimental to what the product that we're creating. Like one of my favorite Easter's uh, Psalms was written by the theologians Pearl Jam and it's <laughs> called Alive. I'm stoked to sing it this Sunday. You know, you make a good point, Ryan, because where's that line between what makes something Christian or God honoring or not? Because um, there's a lot of classical music that has no lyrics that, you know, one written by believers. And if you s sit down, listen to it, it's it communicate it. You know, you're you can have a spiritual experience. You can worship the Lord, you know, you can mm -hmm. give thanks to him for beautiful music. Um, and, it, and the talent that brought that, but it's not specifically Christian. And you talk about Lecrae makes me think, um, I, Jeff, I'm like you, like, I, I don't like a lot of the, the Christian music, but some, most that I like is, is hip hop. And, um, and I, I like, I like NF and a lot of his music yeah, he, he's kind of caught some flack as well. I don't know if you guys listen to him or not, but because he just talks like the reality of life mm -hmm. in a lot of his stuff. And, um, but you can hear this, this passion to be honest, um, before the Lord. And, but then there, there are songs that are specific, like that he makes that are specific about, you know, the, the Christian faith, but it's just that where's it coming from and what's the ultimate goal. And I, I think we've got to start like lending the plane on this discussion. So I want, I wanted to bring uh, maybe 
um, one more question then with this. Um, what's what happens? What's the result? So we've covered some bases, lay down some foundational truths. All humanity is designed to be creative. We're all creatives. We have a way to do that. Um, and we're thinking specifically for creation, uh, for Christians. If, if God purposefully designed us in his image to create, what happens if we don't? Like what's, what's the consequence if one, we either do it in a real crappy way, cringy way, or we're just like, I'm not creative. I'm just going to sit in a hole and not bring anything. Like what's, what happens if we don't lean into that? I think we miss opportunities to present the gospel um, because we miss opportunities to connect um, because art connects with people. Um, art touches emotion um, and uh, we, we, we limit ourselves. And that's the good thing about art is art doesn't always limit itself. And, um, you know, if we, if we're creative, uh, like God designed us to be, then I think, um, you know, even in uh, things like evangelism, um, we're not necessarily going into a conversation saying it has to look exactly like this. I got to share the four spiritual laws or say it this way. Um, you know, it's, it's creativity. It can be creative. It can adapt. Um, and two, I think we miss the opportunity to inspire people um, because, again, going back to God's creation, um, you know, the, the, you know, the scripture might speak to creation singing God's praises. But when you're sitting out there and looking at trees and the wind blowing through them, you're not hearing the trees singing, you know, holy, holy, holy or anything like that. But. You know, as I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, watching the wind blow through trees and seeing God's creation, um, I'm inspired. Um, you know, I'm moved and uh, I feel myself connecting. And so if we don't do those things, then we don't inspire. We don't move people. We don't connect with people. And when we miss that, all of that, then they don't want to hear our message because we're, we're boring and we don't relate. And, um, you know, they'll move on to the next thing that, or, you know, where they do find that inspiration. Yeah. I think, I think either way, whether we are putting ourselves in a hole and saying, I'm not creative, I can't do anything. Or if we are putting, you know, our creativity into this, uh, you know, cultural Christian box, then we're shutting ourselves off from the world and the opportunities that we could create from our passion and our art. And we're just, we're robbing ourselves of the true human experience by not creating. I mean, if we are humans, we're created in God's likeness. I mean, Genesis one, Genesis one twenty six. he made man in his image, male, female, and his image. That was regardless of whether or not they had faith in him. That's just the human existence is to be creative. Like he's created and like he's creative. So if we don't create, we're living a, a false existence. I, I can't imagine living that incomplete human existence just to die and that be hit. I mean, that's, that's cheaping, uh, that's robbing ourselves of a full experience. And then, when God gets the credit for it, because then we're lively and we're vital people. And we're, I mean, no offense, but 
a lot of Christians who do everything out of obligation or duty or even out of motivation of just to please God, I have to do these things or remember this evangelism method or whatever. Like they're just, they suck the life out of you. Um, so, I mean, I, I just think it's, it's part of the full human experience, not out of guilt, not out of, at least in my mind, not a missed opportunity to share the, the gospel, but just to be a full, complete person living in God's image and ruling and reigning in his creation. And then realizing like there's a new heavens and new earth. So we're going to get to do it all over again in a perfect situation. So this is kind of like practice. Yeah. How fun. Yeah. And there's, I it. think there's so much more we can dig into um, with this. And yeah, I know there's other topics we'll hit down the road. I, and there's so much that, that intertwines, but just that idea, like you said, Grant, I mean, we're made for this. We're, we're made to create. We're made to bring new. I mean, Psalm 96, one sing to the Lord, a new song. Uh, I read a, I read a John Piper article this week. It's an older blog that, that he wrote, but um, are you, don't, don't judge. I don't know where people land on him, but okay. Um, no. But he, he made this statement talking about creativity and maybe we can, wrap up here is that God is worthy of ever new representations, visually, um, audibly, whatever that is musically, um, of his nature. I mean, he's worthy of that. And we can't get to the end of that. We'll never write the last song. We'll never paint the last painting. We'll never, whatever it is, we'll never be good enough workers to display his glory. There's always new ways to do it. And we need to be thinking about that. He said in that, he was talking a lot about imagination. And he said, imagination is the Christian duty, not duty, but D-U-T-Y, right? It's the, it's the Christian duty to to use our imagination. And he said, we, we really can't even fulfill like the great command or the great commission, um, you know, to love your neighbor as you love yourself or, or the golden rule, you know, uh, when Jesus said, do unto others as you, as you would want them to have done unto you. So you're thinking through, how do I do good to them? Like it's all creativity. Um, it's all imagination. And we need to dive into that more, I think, as Christians. Um, so it's not only we're missing out on the life he's called us to live and who he's made us to be, but we're missing out on stepping in to displaying the fullness of his glory uh, to, to the world around us and to our neighbors next door and to the people in our house and to the listeners of the podcast, because believe it or not, the dude facts is um, birthed out of a weird imagination, but imagination. And it is something new we're creating to the glory of God. I hope. All right. Any final words to add to that before we wrap it up? I'm just trying so hard to play a sound effect when you were saying that, Josh, and the soundboard's not working anymore. So oh. maybe that means we need to wrap up. <laughs> soundboard's cutting us off. Yeah, I think so. All right, everybody, thanks so much for joining us uh, for this episode of the Dude Facts. We hope you enjoyed it, and we would love to hear your responses, especially to, to this to this conversation. Please t- take a moment. Just let us know what you think. Do you agree? Do you not? We'd love to know where you think your create creative uh, streak is. What what is it that maybe God's doing in your life where you can step into that? And remember, we read comments, so leave them. We'd love to read them. Drop us a dollop. Mm-hmm.
Sorry, Sorry. muted. <laughs> I'm at it so well till then. Yeah. Uh, drop us a dollop, leave a comment, like, subscribe, share, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Later. Peace.